Thanks for tuning in to the Bridge Teaching Podcast. We hope that the messages you hear are both uplifting and challenging. And now, welcome to the Bridge. Good, good, cool, awesome. Yeah, so um, me and a great bro of mine um, is here tonight. His name is Steve. And you guys have seen Steve teach before. I usually have Steve come in and talk to us before every single mission trip and kind of give us some some trainings and some, some education on how we can tell others about the way of Jesus Christ, right? Because we don't believe that following Jesus Christ is just my thing, right, or your thing. No, we believe that Jesus Christ came to save every single person, and we are here to be God's redemption plan for the universe, right? But if you think about it, right, because Jesus, he didn't stay, right? He didn't send angels. No, he left you and I to carry on the great commission to go out and make more disciples, to win souls for the kingdom of God. You and I were called to bring the kingdom of heaven to earth, right? But here's where I'm at, right? I don't want us to be a youth ministry that tells someone about Jesus maybe once a year, and it was just like kind of a little bit at the holidays or maybe it kind of came up at lunch just for a minute, right? Or maybe even just once a year on the mission trip. But no, I want you and I to tell others about Jesus every single day, right? I want us to be going out and telling others about Jesus is gonna be a way of life, a way of living for us, right? So would you guys, can you guys all agree you'd like to tell others about Jesus more? Are we, are we in this together? Do we want that? Okay, sick. So what's gonna happen is me and Steve, we're gonna be talking. I got some questions, right? But at any moment, what I want from you is for you to then raise your hand and interrupt me and Steve. He'll be calling on you directly, right? Making you participate. Um, and I'll be like, like adding stuff and asking questions. So this is gonna be like the biggest group conversation we've ever had, right? So this is not like a formal teaching where you just sit and listen the entire time. Um, but no, this is gonna be like all of us talking tonight, okay? But only talk when I tell you to talk, right? Fair enough, cool. Um, so yeah. Guys, this is my bro, Steve. Um, uh, in uh, probably September of 2011, I got saved in August. It was no more than a month later. I went with my brother, Joey, who, who Steve's good friends with, and they took me to UCF campus to tell other people about Jesus. So I only been saved like 30 days before I hopped in a van with a bunch of you guys, or maybe your SUV or something like that. And I was like, what do you want me to do? You're just like, just go do it. And it worked out. And I got to t- share with a lot of people that, that day. And I, I didn't know what to share other than like, Jesus is the way, you know? And it, it actually was a thrill. And um, so can you guys just clap and welcome Steve to our house tonight? Cool, man. So you take this right here, bro. This is for you. And um, the first thing I want to do and ask you um, is, guys, so, so me and Brian, um, we both have kids that are like the same age. And we went to the mall last week. And it's so cool because we go to the mall, like kind of hoping like we can get in conversations, with, uh, Jesus conversations with people. And me and Michael went like three weeks ago. We got in one Jesus conversation. That was pretty rad. Um, and I got in this conversation um, earlier in the week, right? And I came to you last Wednesday because that was the day it happened. And I just like felt kind of not great about the conversation, right? So I kind of needed some encouragement from you. And I thought that just, I could just fire some questions at you and, you know, you can just rebrief us, man. And guys, just be ready. Be on your toes tonight. Cause Steve, you have permission to call on people directly, even if they don't raise their hand. Do you guys hate that? Or is that not cool? Okay. Mike, Michael's into it. Michael's all in. Cool. Cool. Okay. So, um, I I think the first thing I want to say, right, is, because you guys might think you know, but I think often, Steve, I go out saying I'm going to share the gospel, and I might get in a Jesus conversation or a Christian conversation or a religion conversation, but I wouldn't say I'm always sharing the gospel. So what would you say the gospel is? Um, Better question, what would you guys say the gospel is? So let me hear what you guys say, think the gospel is. 
Anybody can help each other out. Come on now. Okay, go for it. Okay. Perfect. That's it, right? He commended his love towards us, and that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. It's as simple as that. <clears throat> That's the gospel. That's, you know, but, but here's what we do a lot of times. We give the good news, and we don't mess with the bad news. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? And without the bad news, it's not good news right. at all, right. right? So Christians, they, take, they make two big mistakes a lot of times. What they'll do is um, they'll just give all that good news, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Let me ask you guys something. You ever lose a friend because you've told them or because you're a Christian or you tried to witness to them? Anybody? Raise your hand if you did. Okay. I'll bet you you told them about Jesus. Huh. Right? So here's the big problem. Here's what happens a lot of times, okay? We tell them about Jesus, the cure for the problem, but we don't tell them the problem. And they don't understand they have a problem. Yeah, yeah. That, that's why I walked to you last week discouraged because right. I didn't get to the problem, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and we do it all the time. And it's, yeah. I think sometimes it's out of nervousness. And you guys nervous to share your faith? I, I've been doing it for so long and I get nervous every time I go out until I talk to that first person. Yeah. Then I get, get past the jitters, you know, the jitters yeah, and, yeah. and then you just, you roll with yeah, it at that point. Yeah. So it's, it's a nervous thing. Why? Because it's, it means so much, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sweet. So, so, so it is this good news that Jesus Christ came to save everyone, not just a certain people group, right? Not just for a short time of history, but no, that redemption plan is still going on right, right. now. Right? Okay, so, so we talked about what the gospel is, but like as a Christ follower, like, like why should we want to share the gospel? Like, like, like why does it matter? And, and, and you know, we were kind of talking, I made a note of just like, you have, you have this like analogy of like, what if I told you I was gonna give you a hundred bucks like to go right, do it, you know, right. kind of vibe. So why should we? Why should we? Give me some ideas. Why should we? Come on now. Yeah, go I'm for it. I'm going to have to visit some people. Okay, to help people. All right. Do what? What are we helping them do? Get out of heaven or get out of hell to go to heaven type of thing? Okay. Anybody else? Johanna, do you right? Yeah. Called to go and make disciples. Okay. Anybody else? Okay, people are dying and going to hell. Right? Yeah. But they deserve it. That's harsh, right? That's harsh. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we're amongst friends, but they deserve it. So, yeah, that's a good reason. That's a good reason. Do you think that's a poor motivation? Like, that, that's a weak motivation? Well, here's the thing. Here, kind of. Okay. And here's why. If I'm doing it because people are dying and going to hell and I feel bad for them, and then I get out there and I'm talking to them about their faith and they rub me wrong. It's like if I'm there because I feel bad for them, all of a sudden I start not feeling so bad because there's a rub, right? So if it's focused on man, that's a problem. It's not bad. I'm not saying you guys were wrong because honestly, that's a big deal. We don't want to see anybody go to hell. Neither does God. Right. But I can tell you that he cares for them more than you could ever care for right, them. Right, right. Okay. So if we did it, 
If we didn't focus on man and we focused on God a little more, we would do it no matter what. Does that make any sense? So if I'm doing it for another reason, and let me just give you that reason. He's worthy. I know it sounds like it's, it's you know, it's not very climactic, but yeah. he's worthy. Yeah. Is he worthy? Does he deserve one more worshiper? Does he, guys? For real? I mean, why? I mean, what really did he do? What, what did he do? Why does he deserve one more worshiper? Who is he? Yeah, when he, didn't, when he never sinned. It wasn't even just that, really, if you think about it. It was, it was that, right? He never sinned. He was, he was humiliated, stripped, naked, pierced, whipped. I mean, just, just annihilated, right? And it's not even just that. Anybody have someone important to him die ever? Anybody? Yeah, you've had people die. <laughs> There's a separation there, right? And that hurts. Well, think about this. Jesus was in perfect communion with his Father. And then he separated, became corruptible in a body like we're in, and he came and dwelled among us to, to walk a perfect life and then die. Well, when, when, he, when he died for our sins... It was like our sins was put, were put on him, right? And so now, for all intent and purposes, he wasn't a sinner, but he, he who knew no sin was made sin for our, for our good. And you remember on the cross when he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? You guys remember that? Do you, do you recognize that scripture? You know what he was doing there? He was, for one, pointing everyone that was listening with an earshot to a prophecy but more so, God turned his, his face from him because God could not, the Father could not look on sin. Could you imagine, seriously, could you imagine someone who you love so much have to turn their face from you because you became something that they couldn't stand, that they literally hated? Your most beloved thing, and they had to turn from you because, could you imagine that? Could you imagine if you were the recipient of that? It's crazy, right? It's a big deal. And I don't even think we have a good understanding of even that, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, we only know because we're, we're, just, we're, but we're finite. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm walking around. No, I love it. They, they, but, I think we all like it. Yeah, keep, keep it up, bro. But um, so, so the gospel, uh, where, where were we? I don't even, well, I got well, lost. Well, so, so, so why, like, why should we, you know? Okay, so that's it. So because he's worthy. Yeah. He is worthy. Yeah. And, and if I can just keep God my focus, then I'm not going to stop. You know how hard it is for me to go out on a Friday night or a Thursday night? I have a whole family at home. Yeah, man. Who I'm famous with. Yeah. Eh, they barely <laughs> talk to me. But I mean, seriously, it's like they all like me. Yeah. Well, when you go to downtown Melbourne, it's not fun talking to people about sin. Yeah. You know? Even the dog likes me at home. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. you know, it's kind of a rub. Sure. And it's not easy to leave the house. If I left the house because I had a heart for the lost, if I did what I did because I have a heart for the lost, well, I got to tell you, I don't really have that great a heart for the lost. Yeah. I really well, don't. Well, so, so I know these students, and they love God. Like, right. I, like you know, like I'm very excited about this specific class of kids right now, right? Um, 
So I guess something that I think sometimes we could wrestle with is how can, to use a very Christian way of putting it, the eyes of our heart, how can we enlighten our heart to the worthiness of God? Because maybe, maybe our motivation can be low and our courage is low because we're not seeing the glory of God and seeing how worthy he is. Could, could there be a gap? And if, if there's a gap oh, for absolutely. us, how do we close that gap? Okay, so you, you got to get to know him more. Okay. Right? I mean, you only fall in love with something when you spend time with that thing. Right? Okay, yeah. Uh, it's time in the saddle. So um, one of the things I do every single morning is I just focus on something about the gospel. It's not necessarily like I'm, here's what I say. I preach the gospel to myself every morning, but it's not like I'm preaching the gospel like I do on the street. Yeah. I could be anywhere in scripture, but in that scripture, I can see the gospel in it. Mm -hmm. And I just, I'm just reminded, even in the songs that we um, sang tonight, talking about fragrance with heaven. Mm -hmm. You know, that just, what does that mean? You know what I mean? And so as we learn these things, we understand how sweet God is, how Jesus was the darling of heaven. What made him that way? So spend time. You got to spend time. You got to be thinking about these things. You cannot just wake up in the morning and start your day and just roll on and think that you're going to fall more in love with God. No way. Impossible. No way. So you got to spend time with him. You got to remember who he is. Remember who you are. Do you realize that you're somebody different because of him? If you believe in him, yours, you literally are a child of God. You have the right to be called a child of God. That is Come on. huge, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously, the, the creator of this universe, the one who his, his, his hand spans the universe, um, he stretches out the universe. The, 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 the earth is his footstool. He said to this mountain, come over here. He said to the ocean, stop right there. He hung the stars. This God who created it all, he, he did it all, wants to be personal with you and you can be a child of his. Does, anybody, does that excite anybody at all? I mean, for real, that is unbelievable. Unbelievable. And when you just start to focus on these things, and, and guys, we have to focus on these things because we forget. Like Israel forgot all the time. Yeah. Now, how in the world did they do? Like some of they were so stupid. Well, guess what? Yeah. So are we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we are. Yeah. We, so we got to focus on God. We got to press into him and remind ourselves who we are in him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. strong. That's rad. Okay. So students, just to encourage you for a moment and to review of like, man, I want to close the gap on viewing God as like my, my worthy savior who I ought to be like, man, I'm, I'm in relationship. And I think of Corinthians, it's, it's the love of Christ that compels me. Like, so when I'm feeling that love, that's a good motivator, mm-hmm. you know, the love of God. Um, so, so let's review. Can you guys talk to me for a second? So when I did the first part of the series, right, and we talked about abiding in the Father, which there's an R word that I'm looking for. What, what is another word for abide? Starts with an R. You guys know this. Instead of abide in me, what's another way that another translation say it? Remain. remain. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, remain in me, right? That means that when prayer time's done, God's not done. Like, no, we're communing with the Father consistently, right? But I want you guys to arrange your days to remaining in the way, right? So I'm hoping I'm, I'm refreshing you a little bit, right? So I kind of like used um, this idea 
it's not from me, it's like from like many generations of Christianity, but we talked about the rules of life, right? And there was this Latin word for regular that was regula, right? So, so, so what did regula and, and regular, like, like what, did, what, what, what was that maybe defined in the original language as? Started with a T. Yes, which is called a what? Think about, think about abiding, right? We want to we wanna bear fruit, right? If you remain in me, you bear much fruit. What was that? A trellis, right? So here's the thing. We want to have regular habits in our life, right? That's what this is all about, is we want to have a way of life so that we're abiding in God all the time, right? And then when we're doing things regularly with consistency, when I'm regularly meeting God in the morning, letting him talk to me through prayer and, 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 and through the word of God, right? When I'm regularly thinking about parts of the gospel and, and when, I'm, when I'm not bringing my phone with me everywhere I go, right? When I'm, when I'm being intentional in certain ways, right? We believe when we have these regular habits, it's like we're this trellis, right? And we're going to produce so much fruit, right? So, so you guys, you might be like hearing this about the worth of God right now. And be like, man, I don't know if I think he's worthy yet. Man, when we implement these disciplines and these habits and these ways of living, right, I think the worthiness that we're going to see Jesus as that he's worthy of, like it's, it's going to increase. We're going to get better with this, okay? And, and this will help us share our faith once we begin to see that worthiness too, okay? All right, so here's the thing. Like I was telling you though, Steve, is like, I know you guys, right? And I know you love God and I'm very excited to be your pastor, right? I know you're excited about the things of God and they're actually excited about evangelism too, which is very thrilling, However, I think all of us can agree that sometimes it feels like I'm truly excited about God, but when I go to share the good news, it feels really cumbersome because I feel like I'm selling something. And I don't think Jesus needs a salesman because I hate when people call on my phone and try to sell me something, right? Or like, you guys, I don't know if this is a thing anymore. Do you guys remember dudes in the mall at their cell phone desk, right? Like, you guys know what I'm talking about? They'd be like, hey, like, what kind of phone you got? I'm like, none of your business, right? I, I, like, it's, it's like... Like, don't, like, like, I don't want to talk to you. My phone's fine, right? You guys, like, it's a horrible vibe. Like, I don't want to sell Jesus, nor do I feel like I have to, but it feels that way, right? So, so is that, like, like, how do we manage that tension, you think, man? All right, so Satan can mess with us in a lot of ways. Okay. <clears throat> we have to, um, we, again, we're inviting, right? Yeah. We're, we're, we're lit up for him. So um, we're just, we're just becoming more and more on fire. Yeah. So we can't wait now to say something about him. The, the problem with that is Satan messes with us in a lot of ways. We can come up with all kinds of reasons why we don't want to share or why we shouldn't share. Yeah. Right? Um, I mean, what if I say the wrong thing? Yep. I'm going to push him away, right? Yeah, if you say the wrong thing, you're going to push him away forever and they're going to go to hell because of you. Is that right? It's not? Hello? Anybody out there? It's not true. Not true, right? But it's, it's a pretty good reason. It seems kind of right on the surface. It's like, I don't want to mess this up. <clears throat> the thing is, you can't push them any further away than they already are. They're going to hell. You can't push them further into hell. Yeah. Hell's hell. Uh, so there's all these reasons. I mean, it goes on and on. Mm. <clears throat> a lot of times we just want to be accepted. So if we feel like, we feel like if we talked about this hard stuff and there's a rub, mm -hmm. we're going to be rejected. We're not going to be accepted. And yeah. acceptance is huge for every single one of us. 
every person in this room, whether you want to admit it or not, you want to be accepted. Yeah. It's the truth, right? You want to be accepted. So that's another thing. The other thing is sometimes our walk doesn't match our talk, or our talk doesn't match our walk. So I'd say the two biggest is the walk doesn't match the talk. So if that's the case, straighten it up. You know, you're not straightening it up to be saved. You're straightening it up because you are saved. Does that make sense? So you're not working to be saved. You're saved, and therefore you're living a life worthy of his death. Okay, that's one. So you're going to, that walk should match the talk. So, you know, a lot of times, I, I, I wasn't a Christian in high school. I became a Christian in, when I was 33 years old. <clears throat> I have no clue what it's like for you guys, honestly. I do know what it's like to be a Christian where I worked because I was, I was full on. But in high school, I think it was a little bit different. You know, there's a whole acceptance thing going on, and, and you just don't want to have a rub there. Um, so here's the thing. You don't really have to have a rub. Yeah. You can just well, be natural. What, what do you mean when you, when you say rub? What do you mean? Okay, so you know how you, know how you feel like you're, you're bothering someone because... Oh, yeah, yeah. Because... Um, uh, yeah, or you're selling them something. Right, right, right. Okay, first of all, I'm telling you, and I promise you this, you might think you're bothering them. They cannot wait to hear what you have to say. Hmm. I'm, I guarantee you that, right? There are some people that don't want to talk to anybody. They're out there, so you move on. You don't, you don't mess with them. You, you just like, okay, have a great day, and you move on to the next person. But I'm telling you, I can be in conversation after conversation, downtown Melbourne, with complete strangers, and I could talk the whole time. And sometimes talk with one person for 45 minutes to an hour. And they can't, they're just taking it in, okay? How does that happen? I'm not special, but I'm not worried about things like I used to be, right? I'm not letting Satan mess with me on some stuff. Um, I'm just being natural, right? So when Jesus approached a woman at the well, he was very natural. He didn't walk up to her. Well, I mean, think about this for a second. You're at the mall. You're at the mall. You're doing whatever you're doing. And I walk up to you, and I go, hey, I just want to let you know that uh, Jesus loves you, has a wonderful plan for your life. And if you just trust in him, he'll make you a new creation. He'll, get, he'll take your heart of stone, and he'll make it a heart of flesh. And it'll be a heart that loves what he loves and hates what he hates. And you can go to heaven and, and worship him forevermore. How's that sound? Pretty Sounds pretty good to you, right? But it's weird to walk up to somebody at the mall and say all that. Now, is all that true? Every single bit of that is true. 100% true. The problem is, I didn't, I didn't even get to know your name. I don't, you might even be a Christian, right? And, and I tell you all this and you're just like... That is the weirdest encounter I've ever had. And then I just walk away, for one. For two is I invoke the most powerful name under heaven, Jesus. When, when you invoke that name, it's a big deal. All bets are off. It, change, it just changes everything. You can talk about God all day long. You mention Jesus, it just makes it narrow, all right? Yeah. And then... Um, I knew you were about to ask another question, but I'm not no, done. No, I'm good. Really, I keep I really going. Keep not. going. Um, and then what did I do? I want you to know that Jesus loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. And if you trust in him, he'll forgive you of all your sins. What did I just do? I don't know him. 
never met this person before. I walk up to him at the mall and I say that Jesus is willing to forgive his sins. What did I just do? You assumed he's not saved? I, well, I or just judged called, him? Just called him a sinner. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, I know he's a sinner or I know the person I'm walking up to is a sinner. If you know God, by the way, you're not a sinner. You are, you are forgiven. Okay, but it, I, everyone has sinned. I can assume that if they don't know Christ, they're, they're sinners, right? But do I have the right to just walk up there and call him a sinner? Do I have the right to do that? Do I have the right to do that? Not wise, right? I mean, how long am I going to be in a conversation with this person if I just walk up to him? Jesus didn't do that. So here's all I'm saying. If Jesus didn't do it, why should we be doing it? Jesus never, ever, ever. Now, this is going to rub some people the wrong way, okay? And I'm not saying if you walk up to someone and you say, Jesus loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life, they won't come to... I know that people have come to Christ when you spoke those words, and sometimes just those words, which is insane. But for the most part, it doesn't happen. For the most part, they just tolerate it until you're gone, and then they're like... That was weird, okay? Hmm. That's what happens. And so Jesus never did that. He never, ever walked up to someone and said, I'm Jesus, I'm the Messiah, and I love you so much. You should believe in me, right? He never did that. Can anyone point that out in the Bible where he did that? Ever, 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 no. But the woman at the well, what did he do? He goes, give me some water. That's what Hmm. he said. Because there was a well, he was thirsty, he had a long journey, it was lunchtime, he sent the disciples in to get lunch, and he was thirsty, and he just asked for some water. She had something to draw with. That's natural. That's good, man. That makes That's sense. Really good. I'll like so it. all you're going to do is just be natural. That's all you have to do. Just be natural. Okay. So are you guys okay with being natural? Can you, can you go downtown? And like, when, when we talk about this stuff... I want everybody to respond to this question. There's going to be a few of them. When we talk about evangelism, who in this audience cherishes the moment and can't wait to get out there? Show me your hands. One. Come on, nice and high. If you cherish the moment to get out there, then you're going to be bold about it in here. Come on, nice and high. One, two, three, four. Okay. Um, I'm willing, but I don't know exactly what to... Um, expect. I'm a little bit apprehensive. Who's that? Okay. I shudder at the thought of talking to someone about my faith. Let me see those hands. Okay. All right. Good enough. So that's, that's good that you're honest about that. Um, why are the ones that are so confident that can't wait? Michael. Why, why are you that way? Why do you think that way? What makes you that way? Okay, good. He gives you the words, right? Okay. I mean, it's, it says in the Bible to go out and preach, so that's good. 
talking about his promises are yes and amen. Do we actually believe that song? Because that's the truth. And if his promises are yes and amen, then he will open a door. He will give you the words when the time comes. Every single time. Every single time. Okay, the middle ground I'm not going to mess with because most of you are there and I think most people are there. But the ones that said I shudder at it, who were, who were you? I hate to do this to you, but who were you? Okay, why, why do you shudder at it? Like, why, like, I just cannot do this. We're talking to random people. Okay. And you don't know where they stand either, so if they're, like, completely, um, like, know about it, it's just... Okay. What if they weren't know about it? Like, what if they were okay with you talking to them? Would you be okay with talking to them or not? Not really because it's still weird talking to random people? If they were fine with that, I would probably be fine with that. Okay. All right, so what if I didn't ask you to talk to random people? What if I just asked you to talk to a friend about it? Would you be okay with that? Okay. So this is what, this is what Jackson is wanting you guys to understand. You don't have to be me going out on a Friday night talking to strangers. I hope that you care enough about your father to get out there, you know, God to get out there and, and do it. But, but a lot of people don't. That's, sometimes it's just not your thing to go out there and do that kind of thing. But I guarantee you that you, are, you should be completing the Great Commission one way or another. So if you're not going to go out and talk to strangers, you got to talk to somebody about it. You have to. Okay, so can you talk to your friends? Because that's really what Jackson's saying. He doesn't really care. If, I mean, he would love for you to be out corporately in an outreach, but what he really wants you to do is just be natural and just go talk to your friends. Because honestly, if we did it, if we did it better, um, this place would be full right? Yeah. And we want both, you know, like Michael, you love going to downtown, Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. We want that. And we want r friendship evangelism too. Um, Steve, what I've learned is that when I make a new friend, like there, there's friends, man, that I've had a long time that I feel the spirit ministering to me about. And I feel like I reject the voice of the spirit because I feel like I've gotten so far down the line with them. It's like going to be pretty weird if I bring it up now. It's weird. So, so how can you minister to us who like, have that person on our heart that we love a lot, and we just want them to have the hope that we have, you know? Okay. What would you say? So is anybody in that boat? You've had a friend for a long time, and you don't know how to, like, bring this thing up now because it's been so long, and you should have done it by now. Anybody there? Okay. Just own it. So it's going to be like this. <laughs> hey, I'm really embarrassed about what I'm about to tell you. Mm -hmm. um, but there's something I care so much about, and... I care about you, and, and you don't have to use these words because I know this is, these are adult words and they're, they're kind of stupid, but really what I'm saying is, hey, I blew, I've blown it up to now. You and I have been friends for five years, and I've never talked to you about this really, really important thing that's in my life, mm -hmm. and so do you mind if we have a spiritual conversation because mm -hmm. I've never talked to you about this, and I'm mm -hmm. really, you know, and I'm, I'm sorry. Do you, are you cool with it, and what yeah. would you say? I mean, like, we're, we're, there's investment there. Like, we're going to talk about we're anything, gonna talk right? We're going to talk about it. Yeah. And then you're going to, and then all you're going to do, it's not, doesn't have to be weird. All you're going to do is say, so tell me, what, what are your spiritual beliefs? Like, mm -hmm. what do you believe spiritually? Like, yeah. what do you think happens when you walk off the face of this earth? Or blah, 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 whatever. Just a real natural way of just, is that natural enough? Seriously? 
I mean, you could do that. That's not a big deal. It's not overly spiritual. You're not, it's not like you're, it's just not overly spiritual, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. just a conversation. Yeah. Yeah, it's good, man. Cool. Okay, awesome. Um, and, and Connor, you, you can throw the, the Texan slide. So you guys, interrupt me and Steve as we're going. Raise your hand. Does anyone have any questions at this point that they've been trying to interrupt this conversation with in a good way? No? Everyone's cool right now? Okay. Oh, good. Because <laughs> I don't know if I'd have the answer. All right, cool. So you, you guys text in the classic number. I'll get it to my phone if you guys don't want to raise your hand. Um, yeah, go, Candace. It's, it's very much like that, okay? It, be, it should be that easy. It, it, the flow of the conversation should be just like that, okay? Um, I was a firefighter for a long time. Um, I would be, you know, you work one day, you're off two days, and you go back on that third day again, right? Every three days you're working. And on the two days, we called it our weekend because the first you know, that, that first, you, you get there in the morning, that's your Monday morning, and then it's your Friday night when you're leaving that morning, and then you have a weekend. And on the weekend, many times we would go home and we'd either lay tile, or we would just do something big and, at the house, or whatever, or we just, whatever, you know, you went somewhere with your family, or whatever. Well, when you get back the next, the next Monday, everyone goes, what'd you do over the weekend? It could have been a Tuesday or Wednesday, and you maybe didn't do anything except maybe just do tile at your house or something like that, but you're talking about it. It's just like that. It's just like that. When you're telling your friend about the new app or whatever you're talking about, whatever you're doing, right? It's the same thing. It should be that natural. It's not the same thing in, in importance, but it's the same thing when it comes to how natural we're going to talk about this thing. Yeah, my wife, um, what she does is, and, and she, so she engages in people, and what she'll do is she'll be like, oh, I love your shoes, mm-hmm. and I love your shorts, and I love your tattoos. Oh, what, tell me about your tattoos, and oh, and your phone, oh, you have, oh, you have an iPhone? Oh, I do too. Like, who doesn't have an iPhone? And then like, oh, I love this, and this is, is this, um, yeah, and Moana. Oh, I love that. And my daughter loves that. Do you have a, Oh, you have a daughter? Oh, oh, you're new in town? Oh, oh. And it's like 45 minutes of nothing but that. It's crazy, right? And I'm going, man, what a waste of time this is. I mean, get to it. Because I know what she's shooting for, right? Oh, you're new in town? Our favorite restaurant is this. And, um... I got this hairdresser. Have you found a hairdresser? I, 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 I like, and um, have you found, and oh, have you found a church? And now, 45 minutes later, have you found a church? And I know now we're getting somewhere, right? It takes 45 minutes. Her engage is 45 minutes. That is so wrong, right? I mean, we should just be able to walk up to somebody and go, hey, um, I'm down here talking to people about God. Do you have any spiritual beliefs? It should be that quick. For everybody, right? Isn't she wrong? Someone tell me. You don't think she's wrong? Nah. I think she's wrong. 
<laughs> she is a woman. She's a woman. Um, no, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hundred percent. So, well, we don't have record of that, and but she was a woman. I'll just say that. But yes, it, there's no the engage. It should be your style. It, you shouldn't be shooting for what I do, and I can't shoot for what she does. Could you imagine if I walked up to somebody and I go, "Man, I love your shoes, dude." Man, you're in Moana. I love Moana, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> and tell me about the te- you'd be like what is this guy's deal? Like, you would be thinking the whole time while you're answering these weird questions, what's his angle? What's he up to? Right, right. Because it's weird. But you don't, you don't, you don't get that way with my wife. Anybody ever see my wife? Hottest woman on the face of this earth. And if you get into a conversation with her, you want to be in a conversation with her. I guarantee it. So it's, it's like that, right? It, but who wants to be in a conversation with me? Ugliest dude on the face of this earth. No one wants to be, and so you're just kind of wondering what the deal is. But that, you know what? Here's the truth of the matter. That's all in my mind, right? That's all in my mind. I hate talking to old people because they know so much stuff. Like they know everything, right? But that's just in my mind because when I talk to old people, they talk back, right? Some people don't like talking to kids. I actually cherish talking to kids. They're so honest, real, energetic. Um, but the thing about it is be you and be natural. Don't try to be me. Don't try to be Jackson. Don't try to be your friend. Just be you yeah. and let it roll. And that's going to work. I'm telling you. That, that, that's a really, like, I'm super encouraged by what you said about Jesus with, at the well. Mm-hmm. Is like, he was just doing life. Right. And there was an open door, and he, but he obeyed that opportunity. That's right. I think we're getting those natural moments all the time. Like, how do we not pass up the natural moments? Well, I, can you, when can, when, how do you know you're having a moment? I, Anybody know? Oh, yeah. Well, good. You I want, mean, I believe the Holy Spirit says this is it. Okay. But now, okay, so I'm going to call you out a little bit. Okay, let's go. All right. So... Yes, I believe there are those times when the Holy Spirit says, this is it. Mm. Like I'm walking in the mall and, you know, and I see like a halo over somebody's head. (laughs) That's the guy. And so I position myself to get in front of him and then I'm right there and then I talk to him and boom, I'm talking to him. Uh No problem. Because I just felt there was just something about that that person that the Holy Spirit put on my heart. But what about, what about those times when you walk out of that situation, you go, you ready? Mm-hmm. Have you ever done this, Jackson? This is the part I'm calling Okay, you okay, out. let's go, let's go. I could have said this. Mm-hmm. I should have said... Oh, this. yeah, probably every time. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, you know. And what happens is we're like, we're like, I haven't had an open door in three days. Or I haven't had an open door in two weeks. Or I haven't had an open door in a month. And if I polled most Christians, we might find out that we haven't had an open door in a year or even ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's insane. Because if his promises are yes and amen, well, either that's a lie mm-hmm. or I'm blind. I'm not seeing what an open door is. So what do you think it is? Who's at fault here, God or you? Definitely you. I mean, who's going to say God? Uh- right? But do you really believe that? Seriously, because is God giving you the open doors? 
I mean, if he is, you're missing him. Well, I guess the door's open. Yeah. Right? So here's the thing. Those doors over there, are they open or closed? They close. Are they? Somebody go try that door. It won't alarm it, will it? Okay. Would someone Jamie, go Jamie, door? go do that door. Just try it and see if it's open or not. Wee 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 wee. Just kidding. All right. So here's the point. Sometimes doors, open doors, don't look open, but they are. We just got to try them. We just got to try the door. So my point is this. I have someone in front of me. What does an open door look like? You think they're just going to go like, dude, give me, give me an answer to why you glow so loudly. I mean, do I glow? Am I glowing right now? No, I don't glow that. Now, maybe my wife does, but she don't even get that question much, right? Yeah. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. People just don't walk up to you and go, hey, I got to pick on somebody else. I, I, I need to know about Jesus. This is your shot, buddy. Hey, man, so- <laughs> I need to know about Jesus. Tell me something, right? No one does that ever. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe if they know you and they know you go to church, and they went to a funeral, and then you're in your office, and they walk in, and they go, hey, you believe in God, right? Now, you know you're about something about to drop, but they're a friend. They kind of know you, and I went to this funeral, and the guy doing the funeral said this. Now, you have a chance. Yeah, cool. So that's an open door. That happens, but for the most part, that doesn't happen. So, so, so with the well analogy, like, do you think Jesus was... Like, 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 what's the attitude we should have? If there's someone in front of you, okay. it's the open door. Okay, all right. So now here's the thing. Yeah, yeah. So does that mean that I'm going to witness to every single person that is ever in front of me? hmm Probably not. You're good. So, I mean, I don't believe it's like a true event, and that's one thing for me. I'm not always going to be the seed that saves them, and that's one thing I struggle with is... I could be seed number 352. 100%. Like a lot of times we look at it as if we're saving this person or what we're going to say. Yeah. We could just be one of many seeds. 100%. What we're called to do is just constantly spread those seeds. 100%. That's right. So, yeah, you if you were the one, that would be awfully stressful. Sure. Right? So we that's not what I'm – am I insinuating that to you? Well, my only question was uh-huh. – So only when you feel like okay. you open doors, or do you no. think you should always spread Okay, hear me, hear me out. Okay. So what I'm saying is almost exactly what you're saying, uh, what you're speaking against. Okay. What we normally do is we wait for an open door. I see. Okay. And, and we don't always know what open doors look like. Mm-hmm. I was coming back from Puerto Rico on a mission trip. Um, before I get on the plane, every time I get on a plane... I pray about the person that's going to be sitting next to me. I want to be in a conversation with them, and I'm hoping that that's going to be a Holy Spirit moment. So I get on the plane, and I see this guy. He's got glasses on, sunglasses, so he's kind of closed up. He's got his computer open. He's got his phone with um, a wire coming out, and he's got ears in. Um, He's got all kinds of stuff going on. He's busy. Am I going to be able to talk to this guy? This is, my seat is right next to this guy. Am I, is he going to want to talk to me or is he busy? 
Is this an open door or a closed door? Seems closed. It doesn't seem like he's going to have much time for me. And all I'm saying is just say hi and see where it goes. Okay, because if, if I think that's not an open door, I go all the way from Puerto Rico back to Miami and I don't talk to that guy. But that guy's name was Hector and we talked from Puerto Rico to Miami. When I said hi to him, he goes, excuse me. He takes one ear out. He goes, excuse me. I said, how you doing? He goes, good. He shuts his computer, shuts it down, and we're talking the whole way back. Okay? So that, all I'm saying is, and that was natural. There was nothing weird there. We talked the whole way back. I mean, it might have been weird. Yeah. I mean, we, we haven't talked to him yet. But yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm, you, got, you guys got what I'm saying? Does it make any sense? So, yeah. No. Now, here's what I am saying about this. <clears throat> And the reason why I say if there's someone in front of you, that's the open door, that's the opportunity, is because we sense, we're easy to sense when God might be shutting the door. It's kind of hard to sense when the door might be open. Okay? So <clears throat> all I'm saying is try the door. The door might look like that. But I just need to try the door. Right? So I try the door. Hey, how you doing? Good, how are you? Now, he says, good, how are you? Let's just have a conversation, okay? You cool with that? All right, hey, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good. What's your name? James. James, my name's Steve. So what'd you do all day today? Not much. He's talking to me, right? Is he willing to talk? Well, he said not much, so he might be closing <laughs> it down now. But was he willing to talk? Sure. I mean, just for this situation, yeah, he was, he was talking back, right? If I go, hey, how's it going, man? How you doing? Not probably not into it. What's up? You all right? Everything cool? Oh, yeah, Just not what? You're not into talking right now? No. Nah, all right. Well, hey, have a great day. Okay. Simple as that. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's good, man. Hey, how's it going? Good. So someone does that and they smile. Is that an open door? All I'm trying to show you is it's just a natural thing. Hi, how are you? Get you in a conversation. And then if I want to swing this conversation to a spiritual conversation anytime, um, let's say we're talking for a while. So, hey, you know, you seem like a really nice guy. Let me ask you, you have time for a question real quick? Sure, yeah. So do you have any spiritual beliefs? Wasn't that easy? Was it easy? Can you guys try that with one another real quick? Try that. Like, just like... Get into a spiritual conversation. So I'm gonna, I'll, I'll demonstrate one more time here. Okay, I'll demonstrate. Okay, we're going to have some fun with this. So, hey, how you doing? Good, good. So I'm down here talking to people about God. Do you have any spiritual beliefs? Okay. Can you guys do that? Give me, yeah, just give me like two people. Are you all doing it right now? Oh, you're just doing it. All right, cool. Go for it. Do it. Hey, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good. So, um, listen, I'm down here talking to people about God. Do you have any spiritual beliefs? Um, yeah, I do. I okay, try it on me. Um, hi, how are you? Good, good. How you doing? Okay, so use God because Jesus closed the door a little bit quick and then save Jesus for later. Okay? Because if you say Jesus, then that's going to that's gonna take it to another level that you may not want to take it to. Okay, make sense? So just hold back a little bit on that. All right, so, all right, here we go, guys. 
Was that hard? Was it weird? Well, I guess it's weird because we're role playing, but it's not really all that big a deal, is it? I mean, it worked, right? Everybody lived? Is everyone still breathing? Not that big a deal, right? Can you do that out there in the street or can you do it with a friend? Can you do it at your school? And all you're doing is say, hey, how's it going? Now, I say, hi, how are you? I get a cordial hello back. I get a, um, I get a smile, right? Hey, um, you know, I, I promised myself that the first person I run into today and I talk to, I was going to ask about their spiritual beliefs. Do you have any spiritual beliefs? Yeah. It's pretty simple, right? It's not a big deal. It's just as simple as that. You're out there handing out tracts, even on the street. You hand out a tract, they go, what's this? Um, it's a gospel tract. Do you have any spiritual beliefs? Simple as that. Not a big deal. All you have to do is just go, do you have any spiritual beliefs? And that conversation is going to go wherever it goes, but it's going to be great. It's going to be like crazy. You don't know what's going to happen. Try it. So does that make sense? Yeah, that's really good, man. Okay, so see, we did have some really good questions come in, okay. but we're not going to have time. Oh, no. So, so me and Steve will either answer these on Instagram or we'll release it on the podcast. So that's cool. Me and you have another conversation. Instagram scares me to death. We'll, 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 do, it, we'll do it through <laughs> our Instagram. All right. You know, we'll just record the phone. I won't, I won't tell you where it's going. Okay? We don't have time. I mean, I mean like... I'm having fun, man. Like, I'm just worried about parents coming and busting in here. And, and if Candace wants to go beat them up for us, she's, she's never been things. scared. Yeah, they do, actually. Um, okay, but, but, but here, here's the deal. We're, okay. we're going to get to these questions, right? In fact, you know what? Will you guys just come and, and ask Steve after service? Is that cool, man? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Because um, they're, they're good. I do want to get to them. Um, but here's the thing, man. Here we are. We had a really good talk. We feel really good. And, like, you challenged me with, like, once we actually go out and put this stuff into practice, it can get kind of, we can feel supernaturally kind of weird and not good about it, right? So there's that part of it. I just want you to speak into it for a moment. And give us one challenge for tomorrow. Just give us a, pl- oh, like, how do we take our first step into this, man? Okay. Perfect. Um, I'll make it super simple for you. I walk up to whoever I feel like I want. Pray about it. You could pray about it. You know, God, who would you have me walk up to? That name that comes to mind, do this to, okay? Um, hey. I was at um, church last night in youth group, and there was a guy talking about sharing his faith, okay. and he gave us an assignment. Okay. Can you help Let's me out go. with Let's the assignment? It's good. Simple as that. Yes. Can you help me out with the assignment? Yes. And then you say, so what are your spiritual beliefs? You can do this with your best friend that you've never spoke to, the person that you've spoke to many times, or the person you, that may not be your friend. They might be a stranger. You just see them all the time, and they just seem down. Maybe they're someone that just... I don't know. Everybody picks on. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. I'm starting to sound like a parent now, but, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you, you can pull that. Um, that's a little thing I teach him in class. That's I'll say, good. hey, I'm in class and, I, and my homework assignment is to talk, somebody, talk to somebody about spiritual things. Do you have any spiritual beliefs? Can yeah. you help me out with this? Yeah, man. Can but, you help me out with my homework? Yeah. Whatever. Well, that, that's an encouragement for me because one of my New Year's resolutions going into 2020 was I had a New Year's resolution that I would pray for someone I don't know every single day. And I'd go be like, hey, I have this resolution. You know, can I pray with you? We'd yeah. pray, and then I'd say, do you have any spiritual beliefs? I was getting in gospel conversations every day. So that's, that's a great way. Yeah. Hey, this guy named Steve came to my youth group, and, like, he left me a challenge. It would be cool. And that's you can cool. just lie about that. 
Well, I mean, we don't have I mean, to. It's it okay. happens, yeah. you know? right, right, right. But like next week, it didn't happen. You could say that's it again. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure, that's fair. That's I fair. mean, Rahab lied. No, I'm just kidding. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, are, we, we were good until like one minute ago. No, I'm just kidding. That's good. That's good. Cool. Um, all right, sweet man. I, I think that's a great first step. Okay, cool. Um, and can you just pray for the filling of the Spirit that we have the Absolutely. courage to... And maybe if we have a bunch of questions, yeah. I can come back and do this again. Uh, let's do it. You guys I mean, want Steve back? Trying. Is that cool? Can Steve come back and hang out all with right. us? Okay, cool. And, and, and it'd be dope too. Like, Steve, I love when you do role play. If we just did... If you were unsaved and we all came at you, okay. or vice, and then oh, yeah. you're saved and, and you're, you're going to come at them. Yeah, it's fine. So we'll do that. All right, sweet. Yeah, absolutely. So, so if you would just like, if you, if you guys really want to receive the spirit to like go out and be bold to do this, Steve's so going to pray that for you, but it has to be you like with a soft heart desiring this. So I'll have you uh, pray and then I'll close this out, man. Sounds good. And the Holy Spirit, see, his promises are yes and amen, right? The, the Holy Spirit, all we have to do is ask to be filled with the spirit. Does it take, okay, so I want to just deal with something real quick. Does, do I have to be filled with the Spirit to share my faith? I don't. But is it so much better when I do? Yes. It's so much better when I do. Right? Because the fact is, the rocks will cry out. He can speak through a donkey that's not saved. So I don't have to be filled, but it's so much better. So let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for who you are. Lord, Thank you so much for the things you do. Father, thank you that you set us on solid ground, that we were once in this miry clay, just wallowing in our garbage. Lord, and we're so, we're so, we sometimes so want to forget who we are in you and get back to that garbage. Lord, we don't want that. We want our walk to match our talk. We want to be reminded of who we are in you. That we are, that we are children of God. That we're sons and daughters of God, of you. Lord, that we're a holy army to be used for your glory. Most of all, we're just in love with you. And because we love you and you loved first, we're going to love sharing you with others. So Lord, help us to fall in love with you more and more. Help us to fall in love with sharing you with others. Help us to fall in love with the idea that you would have one more worshiper. Help us to fall in love in a way like we've never fell in love before. Fill us with your Holy Spirit. And we receive that filling by faith, Lord. We know your promises are yes and amen. And we know if we ask anything in your name, that it'll be done. And I know that I know that I know that if we're asking to be filled with your Spirit, we're asking something in your name. Remind us of who we are. Remind us of our first love. Help us to be intimate with you again, Lord. If we've blown it, Lord, if we're, if we're messing up and we're blowing it, Lord, help us to repent of that, just to put it aside, to ask forgiveness for it and just move on. We know that it was forgiven. 
Long before we were, Ephesians says, your word says that you called to be holy. We're called to be holy and blameless. And it was from the foundation of the world. We know you're the Lamb of God. We know that if you've died for us, that you're going to fill us with your spirit. We know that's a promise. So Father, by faith, we, we receive that right now. Make us dangerous for you, Lord. Help us to get back in our schools tomorrow morning and see the field of people in a different way. Not that we'd be intimidated by anybody, but we would be a child of the king on top and just being able to just see what is, Lord. We'd have a discerning spirit because we fell in love with what you love and we, we, we hate what you hate. Lord, anoint each of us in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for spending time with us. If you'd like to learn more about The Bridge, please follow us on Instagram at wearethebridge. Also, if you need prayer, send us a DM. Otherwise, tune in next time.